Yo, 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 Johnny Wao here with the Wao Records podcast number four. And my guest this time around is Bill Florio from the Shemps, Bug Out Society, MRR, Lost Locker Combo, and anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really a famous wedding video editor. How, what do you mean? Um, I edit like, people's wedding videos and there's other wedding video editors after me to give them advice. Advice. I'm like the Dr. Ruth of West wedding video editors. <laughs> okay. Um... Also a king of controversy, and going right in with that, here is Against Me with Cliché Guevara. What are you gonna say when she picks up the phone? Should you leave a message if she's not Just to be in your company And then she says to someone Intentions might be If one thing leads to another There's some chemistry You cannot lie You have to tell the truth You have to explain Why this could never be Cause there are things That cannot be undone There are mistakes That will never be forgiven Before I move on, the Dr. Ruth of wedding videos, this uh, this is interesting to me. No, I was just making a joke. I mean, I used to post on some uh, wedding video message boards, but I, I had to stop doing it because I, I started getting calls in the middle of the night where, like, people's systems <laughs> crashed out. And, oh, I see. You know, and so, you, you know, I, but I've actually given a couple of seminars and, like, how really? to use, like, <laughs> Premiere 7 or whatever. And <laughs> but not because you've, like, spliced in genitalia into people's no no it has nothing to do with uh nothing fun uh, and exciting nothing fun and yeah just it's just like you know there's there's a weird wedding video community 
<laughs> it's a world I'm glad I know nothing about. Yeah. So tell me about what went down with Against Me for uh, the people out there who have no idea. Oh, um, I read a column of Maximum Rock and Roll, and uh, I think I, I wrote this column where I was just like, hey, I'm going to start some controversy and make fun of this <laughs> band, and, and that's how I like the introed it, and then I just made up all this stuff. But, uh, <laughs> and it was kind of like daring them to like make a big deal about it. And then they were stupid enough to do that. So it got blown up into something, you know, more than that, I guess. Do you think it's because they take themselves too seriously or people take you too seriously when they shouldn't? Well, you know what? I don't think that you should be trying to like make a living off of music. Cause I think that you're, you're making it a job. It's like I said about the wedding videos. It's like you, you know, like if if something is if you do something for fun, mm -hmm. uh, you can take yourself away from it. When you do something and it's your living, and your your baby's not going to eat at night because you know, like someone you know messed up your you know video editing system, right? It, it becomes a lot more serious, and then you have to take yourself more seriously. Whereas you know, really nobody cares, uh, and really nothing is very important, and it's just music and. You know, th there's no reason to take yourself that seriously other than that you're, you know, you're making something that shouldn't be. Gotcha. <laughs> so for further controversy, we're going to go right into Earth Crisis with Earth AD.
That was a Misfits cover? Yes, it was. <laughs> I thought you could sing along to the Misfits. Like, I didn't know you, you know, you're supposed to mosh. You couldn't growl along to the Misfits. Like the, isn't that song supposed to be the one that's like, AD, AD, no, 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 AD, AD. It's the only Earth Crisis song I have. AD, 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 And I can't even find that CD. Anyway, so uh, these guys couldn't find a studio that was vegan enough to record them. <laughs> is, is that what I read? Yeah, I think I think they were, uh, they had a problem with uh, any kind of music that was meat influenced, even even you know artistically meat influenced. Even if like the soundboard, yes, some meat yes. fell on it. That well, you know the the people that you know produce soundboards are the same people that you know eat at fast McDonald's. food restaurants. So. Sure, so you can't actually record <laughs> in general. Uh, yeah, that that was uh, I, a fake interview I did with Earth Crisis, and uh, the only reason I had any exposure to them is I stayed at Tony Victory's house, uh, and he was a little bit of a strange guy, and uh, he listened to the Earth Crisis single the whole time I stayed at his house. Like, he had it on <laughs> constantly. It was only, I think it was two songs, and there was one point where he went into the shower, and he had a boombox with a tape in it. <laughs> And he was playing it, so he was listening. He was like moshing in the shower or whatever. But but uh, so after that, I was like, oh, I have to you know make fun of this. And I already knew that they're from Syracuse, and people from Syracuse have no sense of humor. I okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to react to that one. But with amidst all this controversy, there's positives that come out of it, right? Like I mean, with against me, the whole thing that you came up with is is an idea that I really wholeheartedly agree. It's like when you're a band and you get on the next level of the underground. You should be taking local bands either out with you or in every different venue that you're playing. Have a band from around there so those bands get exposure and the scene just grows and grows. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I, I, I think the idea was this, if if I make some kind of controversy, the an actual point and convert, you know, point of conversation would come up, so that the next band that thinks they're gonna you know be really popular won't try that bullshit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I um, mean, I was hoping that I was really hoping that against me would kind of take it as their own, you know, and I kind of gave them an opportunity to be like, hey, you know, you guys can be like the next Fagazi and like and really do things good. right, you know, but they obviously didn't. I'm a I'm still a fan. <laughs> I, I, I support against me and all their endeavors. Um, here's another crusty political artist for you. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips. And there's no tenderness like before in your fingertips. You're trying hard not to show it. But baby, baby, I know it. Yeah, 
Yes, that was Telly Savalas of uh, Jennifer Aniston's Godfather. Johnny putting his Greek pride into the podcast. So we are in Astoria. So um, <laughs> actually, I remember, I don't know, the show Kojak was on Sundays or something like that. But I had the specific memory of being like six years old at my like my aunt's house or my great aunt's house. And they were all just sit around and watch Kojak as I didn't. But anyway, so uh, tell me about your involvement in Maximum Rock and Roll and how that all started. Um, I remember like a long time ago I did a zine called Greedy Bastard and uh, it, they had this thing in Maxim I think they still do called Zine of the Month mm-hmm. and they interviewed me about my zine and then a few months later uh, it seemed like it was it was around 94, 95 and punk rock was really really popular to the point where the people doing Maximum couldn't keep up with the amount of information coming in like interviews and reviews and they had to do double issues that year and to there was you know so much information and that 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 was the year that Tim Yohannan decided like okay we have to decide that you know we're only doing punk rock and anything that's on the border we don't care how independent it is if it's wussy you know indie rock right we're not reviewing it we're not putting the interviews in and uh you know, it was cool. It caused a lot of, you know, a lot of people got very angry about that. And uh, uh, at the same time, he had, he's like, I'm going to put all these new columns that the columns have themes and not just people like going on and on about whatever. Mm-hmm. So there was like Nick Fit was like the teenager writing a column and they had uh, a gossip column. They had an internet column and all these things were added. So uh, I guess he asked George Tab if he wanted to do the gossip column and George told him that I should do the gossip column since I already was known, you know, had a reputation as a right, shit talker right. and all this other stuff. So I did that for a few years and Tim Muhannon died of cancer in mm-hmm. like 97, Seven? 98, something like that. Seven. And uh, after, after he died, it was a little bit harder to do because I think most people thought he wrote it in the first place. And to some <laughs> extent he, he did. He definitely edited things in and out. You know, I, I would read the column and f- every month and find, like, new things in there that I'd never heard of. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, after that, it was kind of like, you know, everything was looked over by a whole committee instead of just him, you know, saying what goes there. Mm-hmm. So I think the fat Donna is pregnant got a whole bunch of phone calls and the fat Donna was crying. And it was, <laughs> there, was, a, there, was an, there was like a... A newspaper article about Lookout Records, and they kept talking about how the Fat Donna was was pregnant. <laughs> yeah, it was wasn't pregnant. Oh, and, I see. And uh, you know, I mean, the fact is, she's not really fat. That's what makes it the funniest. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just those other girls are like skeletons. But uh, so yeah, so they, they they basically were like, all right, Bill, you know, we can't deal with this gossip column thing anymore. We're just gonna have give you your own column, and you know. Th- they thought that was going to be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on that note of good ideas, uh, we'll go to your mother with Color Me Bad Religion. Hello, my name is Greg Antigen, UCLA. I'm a singer for a punk rock band. Singer for a punk rock band. I write three chord songs that show I'm very long.
general right i mean no i don't really like comedians yeah yeah funny guy <laughs> uh, I, mean, I'm like, I like things that are funny like fat people slipping no, on the ice right okay well who doesn't like people falling <laughs> i'm not saying stand-up comedy i just mean comedy yeah. in general yeah like the jerk and stuff like that but which is seen in the shemps i think in the shemps writing and i mean the the name the shemps in and of itself is an homage i guess so <laughs> you're not really helping me right here so uh tell me a little bit about the shemps and then we'll play some of those songs there yeah um i i think i don't think the shemps uh take themselves seriously at all and i think that's the whole idea so right uh but i think it we're only called the shemps because uh davis baz who is the original singer does a good radio show on wfmu uh he was in the sea monkeys and one of their records had a picture of shemp on the cover and the Sea Monkeys were like in hiatus at the time when we started the band, and I think he kind of wanted to like you know make a connection or something like that. I see. But uh, he had this like notebook full of like three hundred band names, and the Shemps was the only one that was any good. So, <laughs> well, the other thing was there, there was uh, this week the members of there was a band called the Shemps in the early '80s from uh, I think Minneapolis and uh, or somewhere in Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Milwaukee maybe. Okay. And. Uh, yeah, the two of the member original members uh, found us on MySpace, and we were like trading messages back and forth. And they said they're gonna send me uh, a CDR of like some of their practice tapes. Weren't and stuff. they on a Mystic? Yeah, they were on Is a Mystic right? Records compilation, I think. But uh, Reverend Norb like piped up and complained that we took the name. But there was also like, <laughs> I think uh, Soundgarden was originally called the Shemps too. So, oh. <laughs> but I have a feeling at that time they were probably like a Led Zeppelin cover band or something. As opposed to later when they As became when a what? I don't even know. Cover band? No comment. But yeah, Soundgarden were okay. Black Hole Sun that got me through junior high school. <laughs> um, so here are two Shemps songs: an old one, then a new one. Enjoy. Right, and pretty soon you'll be bloody 
Where you been? You know my patience is wearing thin Why ain't my dinner out on the table? Get ready to get disabled I'll kick you in the stomach And I'll push you down the stairs I'll make you drink from the toilet While I hold you there by Something brand new at Queen Bee Barbecue. Now, Queen Bee got the drive through window. May I take your order, please? Yeah, say, baby, give me some of that barbecue chicken. Uh, give me one wing and a short thigh. All right, would you like Can some... Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Would you like some fries with it? Fries? Say, girl, what's the matter with you? Give me some pig skin. Do you got pig skin? Yes, we do. We got pig skin. Yeah, well, look here. Give me some pig skin, baby, all right? Would that be all, honey? Oh, hold on. We'll see. Wait a minute. How much is that? That's a dollar eighty-four. Uh-huh. Well, wait just a minute, baby. Oh, yeah. Give me a small red soda water with that, all right? And be sure to put some uh, extra napkins in the sack, all right, baby? Okay, yeah, I will. Give me some extra salt, too, 
Yeah, that's uh, Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top fame, right? That's what I heard. Yeah, I don't know if that's confirmed. You <laughs> yeah. turned me on to that stuff, and it's there is it's, a uh, there is a like a ZZ Top riff for like half a second in one of them. That's oh really? Yeah, that's um, <laughs> hilariously like, put up that bad stuff. jam on the record machine. Oh yeah, all right, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. So, uh, what's the most overrated band right now out there that you think as you finish drinking your iced tea? Um. <laughs> I'd say the city of Chicago. The city of Chicago <laughs> is not a band, sir. I mean, Chicago yeah, but is a you band, know what? but I'm not. I'm really unimpressed by anything ever from Chicago. <laughs> wait, wait, that's not. So wait, 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 hold this on. is where you list list all the bands. And, I will and, list and, and some bands right now and prove you incorrect. Let's start with Screeching Weasel, right? Uh, Victims. <laughs> Uh, who else do we got from Chicago that are awesome? So far, I'm batting a thousand. Uh, Naked Raygun. Uh, yeah, that, that guy looks like Brendan from CBGVs. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, what's your beef with Chicago? Nothing. I just, you know, I, I just say I think everything that comes out of there is over overrated. And it's like there's, there's the Lawrence there, Arms, I the saw, Alkaline Trio. <laughs> exactly. They, they. Uh, I saw something advertised of having a big show, and it was like okay. the third thing billed was Bull Weevil's reunion. It's like you know, I mean, that band wasn't the worst band, but like, do you I really want to get excited to, about that? Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> but um, and then it's like that whole garage scene, and it's it's I just don't like it. I don't like. I think it's a, you know a bunch of like arty noise stuff more than like rock and roll and kind of not into it. Too many art schools or something. I, will I don't know. Cheerfully what's going on. disagree. It's a terrible winner. <laughs> so what would you like to hear? Uh, Brutal Nights. Okay, you got it. Having sex with dogs is bad to do. It is all so hard to do. Having sex like dogs is good to do. Except that I might get bored of you. Girl, you know it's true. Your face, but you may stay at my place. There's no thrill, there's no chase. We just do it, doggy stop. 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 I'm embarrassed of my sex face. You're ashamed of sex with me. Compromise is doggy style. So if you weren't doing music as like what fills your time in general, what do you think you'd be doing with your time? Um, 
probably you know i probably have like a real job no 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 i mean yeah yeah I, we'd, all know that. We'd, we'd all be working on wall you street know, and yeah i'd probably take like a real vacation to some like island far away you but know, i mean like have a house recreational wise since you were saying before like you know how music isn't shouldn't be that serious and it just should be more fun like what would you fill your time with i don't know i'd probably drink a lot and get <laughs> beat up in bars you know start fights you know end up in jail maybe i'd sell like methamphetamine or something like that to children to children yeah <laughs> okay and, uh, on that note here's uh bloodbath and beyond with sham pipple tonight i think that's what the song is called i don't have a track list Actually, I took him to the liquor store. Patty made uh, Champipple for this like house show party in Minneapolis last okay. year, and uh, it, it, the first batch, you know, was in a big jug, and it it had some tequila in it. And the second batch, you know, they, they had run out of tequila, and he put Robitussin in it. And the third oh, batch, good. the third batch, I don't even know how much of the original, you know, Champagne Ripple, you know, Sparks thing was left, but <laughs> Scope ended up in it. <laughs> that is and, then, and, then, and then at like that's not at three in the morning he, he, was, he demanded of me to take him home but on the way he stopped and ate 10 tacos from Taco Bell <laughs> okay but didn't and didn't remember <laughs> so uh let's play a Dillinger 4 song now this one is Twin City Sinners United off their Mutant Pop 7 inch <laughs> Yes, I'm Shout out to the 
So not too many people know that uh, we're in a band together, the Lost Locker combo. Yeah. You wanna, <laughs> yeah thanks. You're really helping me out here. That was a, an invitation for you to start talking about that band. Yeah, well, uh, Lost Locker combo has been a band for like three years or something now. <laughs> That's about right. I've been it's a part been of mostly, this one, like It's been two? mostly a lot of practicing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we, I, I started because uh, my friend Dave Harrison worked at Tower Records and they had like a ticket master there. And the, he said the most popular thing that people buy tickets for as far as like going to see a show is the Wiggles. Yeah, never underestimate the drawing yeah. power of like, the Wiggles you know, or he said, like, the it, like, power that four-year-olds There'd be have. a big line early in the morning, you know, the, the, the Wiggles tickets went on sale and all these housewives would be like fighting over the better seats and stuff like that. Yeah, those guys have that racket down good because they just got to be pederasts and they're making millions <laughs> so i just uh yeah i just had this idea it'd be funny to like do like you know a lot of like pop punk stuff is really embarrassingly cheesy to listen to so <laughs> i figured i'd take it a step further and uh you know basically just you know be more nerdy than well, it is a school-themed you know, band for those yeah. of you who are so, unfamiliar. You know, with it, it's like you know people make all these complaints about how you know the school. You know, they, they teach you these things in school, and it's not right. But we're gonna we're gonna teach you those things that they teach you in school, right? <laughs> On stage in full-on regalia of yeah. sweater vests and uh, ties. But tell you the truth, in, in high school, I, I I had more of a nightmare where I forgot my tie than <laughs> forget my locker combination. So, but uh, it wasn't as catchy a name. No. no. <laughs> Doesn't really work. Uh, so, uh, the record should be out at some point in time. And we are not going to play you any songs off the record, but instead we'll, we're going to play a Lancelot Link song that the LLC happens to cover. Yeah, that, we, we, uh, we originally planned to like make all the songs sound like this, but it didn't really happen. And, nope. uh, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, I'm really happy Joe and Johnny joined because... Uh, they always show up to practice. Yeah. <laughs> Attendance is not really mandatory in the, in the LLC. Well, now we shouldn't, we shouldn't tell people that because we wouldn't want to set a bad example for other bands. That's true. That's true. We encourage you to go to your band's practice and, and know the songs, maybe even actually show up to the shows. Yes. So uh, here is Evolution Revolution by Some Monkeys. Something we've uncovered Don't you wanna try something new? If you wanna be free Wake up easy enough But think it's easy All you got to do holiday when you started out with a bang. Let yourself go now, won't you let us show you how the mom follow along with the game. Come on, baby, let your pants hang low. Come on, baby, swear 
just to wrap up with a um, a topic that we were discussing before, just like how bands take themselves too seriously. Don't you think? I mean, it's a form of art, and people are going to put themselves into it as much as they possibly can. And I mean, do you have any issues with that? No, but I mean, you know, you could. There, there's artists who make TV jingles, and there's artists like you know Beethoven. You know, right? <laughs> it's like or like you know, if you if you look at like most of the really good music that came out in the past 50 years, most of those people didn't make a living off of it, you know? Right. You, I mean, <laughs> if, if all goes well, you can, and I don't know if the goal is to Well, no, the thing is it, you, you can, but most of those people do. didn't, like, get huge and then and right. then burn out or, you know, most of them just kept doing what they were doing and they didn't really care if they, they made money well, or not. I think that's the, the, the right attitude. Just sit there and, and don't change what you're doing and be happy with what you're creating and hopefully people like it too. Uh, I remember, I don't remember if it was one of your, your blogs or if it was an article in MRR, but you talked about how people in general tend to get jaded and how you thought that was kind of bullshit and it's more about what you do instead of... Um, yeah, I, I actually watched uh, Chuck D talk and ended up ta- he ended up talking for like four hours, mm-hmm. but that was... It, and he didn't really have like a, a set agenda of what to talk about, but that's pretty much... Uh, his main message message was like, you know, like you should just you should just like do what you know you feel is right, and you know don't worry about hype. what other people don't believe the hype. Is that what Chuck D said? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Chuck D said, "Don't believe the hype, believe it or not." Yeah, I, for but, some reason, I believe it. But yeah, it's 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 like if you if you take everything too. I wonder seriously, if that's what he would say to Flava Flav too after the whole VH1 thing. Um, eh, he said he told me that he, he said that uh, that Flava Flav come up to him and he said that MTV is going to do a um, a show based on The Bachelor called The Blatula. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I still don't understand what where the you know what's the goal for that show. I don't get it. You, you make out with Flava Flav and. Then what? <laughs> <laughs> then your self-respect plummets yeah. even further. So anyway, um, it's good television. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, but anyway, anyway, the other thing was public, like Public Enemy. If you listen, you know, to uh, somebody play a radio show of you know like rap music, they hardly ever played Public Enemy because it's not like right, great it's not music. No, you know, it's, it's not. not accessible and stuff. And it's like, but the thing is, they those guys do make a living off of it. Because they can go to, like, South America for three weeks and, you know, collect 50 grand each, probably, you know. And, and you know, they're not superstars for it, but right. but it's like they, they don't care. Well, because you know? they're also preaching a message more than actually rapping yeah. about being in the club and drinking Cristal. Right. So that's just about to do it for this edition of the Wa'o Records podcast, number four. And uh, as always, wo-records.com. I would recommend checking out the Shemps. Uh, also, if you've got anything you want to ask me for the next round, which I'm not sure who our guests will be, uh, WHOA at AOL or at Gmail. I actually prefer the Gmail one. And um, anything, any closing thoughts, Bill? Uh, don't believe the hype. <laughs> so good. Announcing the most latest taste sensation from Queen Bee. Introducing the Chitlin Pita Supreme. 
delicious chitlins cooked just the way you like them, then stuffed into a big fat pita. Just listen to what people be saying about the chitlin pita supreme. Mmm, man, that no chitlin pita supreme be fine and frogs here. It's live, man. Say, man, ain't no sandwich live. Dude, talk about a sandwich be live. Child, I do like that new Chillin' Supreme because my son Tyrone, he all time be making a mess. Ooh, I ain't lying, honey. He about the most messiest child they is. But that new Chillin' Supreme be having that bread with it mashed together at the bottom where ain't no juice leaks out. And, you know, he, he can't make no mess with it. Tyrone! Tyrone, you come out from there. You can't be chewing no gum you found on the bottom of that nasty table. You get out from there. Come here. The new Chitlin' Pizza Supreme, only at Cream Bee. Stop by for something old or new, because we still serve that fine-tasting barbecue. Mmm, mmm, so good.